4: Ladies and gentlemen, happy, happy Friday. Welcome to the weekend. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Live and loco, indeed. 608 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. Where the answer's always yes. Bam, bam, bang it, baby. Bang it hard. Bang Bang it like you mean it. Ow. leave a mark easy. Up your mind, very sensitive. <laughs> Make up your mind. Bob. I'm a sensitive mind,
5: yes, you are.
4: Yes, but I still reek of testosterone. Well, I it's, thought it was your new cologne, it is. Oh, it's called Toxic
5: Dude, really? Yeah, I, man. Well, I'll be watching for that. You'll
4: be watching, you'll be watching out for that. Yeah, I'll be watching out, be for watch it. out for that. Yeah, stay out of its way. Good, good morning. Happy, happy Friday, baby. We made it. Good morning, Greg Cassidy. How are you? Uh, doing much better, thank you. Da-da-da-da-da-da. da 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 It's a variety show. Hey, everybody. It's Joe Biden. Oh, my goodness. The act has lasted three long as heck um. years. And then finally, da 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 the stage hook. Comes out. Wow. Exit stage left. Well, it has to be the left. Of course, it's Biden. Yeah. The following screenplay has been written by and directed by Hillary Clinton, Barack Hussein Obama, and Susan Rice. Yes, it is the stage hook, the story of a president who never should have been. A story of a man who ran for president several times and fell far short because of lying and plagiarism and other issues. Finally has ascended to the highest office in the land. How did he do it? Hard work, diligence, and running a fantastic campaign from the basement of one of his houses. Yes, he did it. Joe made it. And now... It's time to pass the baton. Joe is getting ready to call it quits, either voluntarily or involuntarily. Mm. That is one of your top stories today. When Biden's own people, own people, say, in terms of this, uh, how he took care of classified and secret documents, how he took care of them, they could press forward. They could prosecute. They're not going to, and one of the reasons why, he's an elderly man who would draw a sympathetic jury, and he has memory issues. Wow. I've got to tell you, written and directed, right out of Hollywood, or Martha's Vineyard, or Chappaquiddick. All of the above. Or whatever cave Susan Rice hangs upside down in. Yeah. The Joe Biden story could be coming to an end. Final chapter. I was shocked yesterday when I turned on the TV and I was about to retire for the evening since I get an early start. And I saw Joe Biden and I also saw a little thing up in the right hand corner that said live. I looked again. Mm -hmm. I looked at my watch. I looked again. Still said live. I looked again. Joe Biden is up and talking at 8.05 p.m. Holy blank. Never happened. It's World War III. Never happened. And Tucker Carlson started World War III, and now Joe has got to make the announcement. No. No. That's not what it was. It was, as the New York Post says, commander in rage. Oh, he was spitting mad. And I think I know what he's amped up on. By the way, for the most part, other than just a couple of gaffes, all right? Uh-huh. Egypt, Mexico, eh. they all look alike. Get him. He, he confused uh, the leader from Egypt, well, uh-huh. or the country Egypt with Mexico. But other than that...
5: You know, this whole sand thing.
4: So. I got to tell you, he was, for Biden, for recent Biden, yes. pretty darn sharp. I I saw a story, and I didn't get a chance to really delve into it, but it actually has to do with, I believe it was under the Trump administration, uh, and it was like um, government accountability or somebody like that did a report, Inspector General, you know how that works. And basically it was, uh, they were concerned about the way medications were being handed out. Mm -hmm. I I think Biden is on something called provisional if I'm saying that right, provigil. And that is something that your doctor may prescribe. Not many are comfortable doing it, I'll be honest with you. It's a pretty powerful drug, and it it would be for, in case of people who are, like, shift workers, Uh and especially if they have changing shifts, rotating, you know, and because it is a very powerful stimulant. I think that's probably what he's on. That, uh, maybe some, uh, you know, uh, drug for ADD or something like that, which clearly is, <clears throat> hasn't kicked in for me yet. Yeah. But um, yeah, so they, they got him all pumped up, all amped up, because he never does anything this late in the evening. And he
5: doesn't look that good anytime after like two or three o'clock in the afternoon.
4: And this is some of the sharpest that yes. we have seen him. Yes. Okay. We're going to take this apart, and that's going to be a part of the morning. I have to tell you, there are other top stories. The Supreme Court, and I I listen to a lot of it, most of it, I think, Um, they really are kind of telegraphing. If you can read the tea leaves, they're leaning toward uh, ruling on the side of Trump, if you would, and that the 14th Amendment isn't really applicable. To Colorado, they haven't come out and said that yet, but indications based on their questioning and other so-called experts, even those that hate Trump, are admitting that yeah, it's not looking good. Uh, Again, don't count your uh, you know eggs before your chickens before your eggs hatch or whatever it is. So there's that story, and uh, then there's the Tucker and Putin interview that has been released. It is on X. You can watch it for yourself. I have not had a chance yet. But apparently, more than 65 million people have. Wow. But it's really not the top story in most places. It, it's, it's in there in some. Mm-hmm. Um, CNN was all over it this morning and just completely deriding it in any way that they could. But I've got to tell you, Tucker may end up being a hero at least for some, there's a good chance he's going to get that journalist released that's been held for like a year. Yeah, that could be a positive outcome. Super Bowl Sunday is coming up. I mean, holy cow. Have we got a lot of things that we need to address. But this thing about Joe Biden, this has been scripted. It's been coming. I knew he wasn't going to run. Finally, Much later than I anticipated, but they're going to pull the plug on his campaign. I have a strong feeling about that. 616 right now. Happy Friday. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky.
3: 10 p.m.
6: nights. I'm not here to be nice. I'm a voter, and I'm dissatisfied with what I see. My subordinates representing me in D.C. So if I sound mean, it's because I'm being American.
3: On 97.3, the sky.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, we are living through some of the most incredible historic times. We're living it right now. Good morning and welcome. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It is 6.20, your time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Quite frankly, it is Friday. Greg's been under the weather. I'm not feeling that great myself. I was going to mail it in today. We were going to goof around. Yeah. We were going to tell stories yeah. and just be uh, obnoxious and, and funny and fun. And it was just going to be a you know, a free-flying Friday. Brandon blew it, didn't he? Uh, yes, he did. Man, thanks a lot, yeah. Brandon. Well, here's here's your three big stories. Uh, Biden comes out angry, lashes out, because the results of the how documents were treated under mm-hmm. his care or non-care, mm-hmm. that information has come out, and the worst part about it is they said basically, and let me paraphrase in my way, because I cut through the political speak and the stuff, we could move forward and prosecute him. Clearly, he's violated the law. This is not just about storage of stuff. He passed stuff along to a ghostwriter that was classified. Now, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Okay. That just right there. Boom. If you were anybody else, Guilty. if you were in the military, bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. So, what they said was, yeah, we're not going to prosecute because he's a doddering old fool who, you know, has memory loss. He can't even, and this was in the report, he can't even remember when his son, Bo, died. hmm Oh. Oh, man. Did that make him angry? I got to tell you, Biden rose to the occasion. If he had this kind of energy dealing with real issues... Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, he could probably actually get some things done, although since he is, you know, batting from the far left now... I'd like the Joe Biden of you know a dozen years ago or so. It'd be the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah, but the energy. Well, oh, he my came goodness. out. Don't make him angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. He did turn green a little bit. So that is one of your top stories. The other one is <laughs> that whole thing in Colorado. It points out what lefty scum they are, all the way up to the Colorado Supreme Court. What are you doing, sitting? on a bench, calling yourself a judge, mm. and you're trying to uh, crush democracy by taking Trump off the ballot. And if the Supreme Court follows through based on their line of questioning, they're going to rip those people a new one. You mm. know what I'm saying? Okay. Right? Yep. Right, yep. Through, yep. The robe, right yep. through the robe. Right through the robe. And rip them a new one. It's going to hurt. Yo, Yeah. So that is going very, very well for uh, one Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the evil commie Tucker Carlson colluding with, hanging out with, sipping tea with the King Commie himself, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Wow. 65 million people or more have already watched and downloaded... The interview, which is available on X, formerly known as Twitter, formerly known as the artist, formerly known as Prince. Oh, no, wait. I think you might have confused okay. that a little bit. So, here's the deal, though, with Biden. I was going to say, oh, let me warn you, I might, this might come off sounding a little conspiratorial. Huh? No. What was that? Not all conspiracies are real. Uh, not all are fake either. No, 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 no. With my all of my heart and my brain, which together actually could be substantial at times when the good Lord's uh, when I'm channeling the good Lord. I told you, I felt it. Biden was not going to run for a second term, and I mean, it went on. He kept saying it. I'm like, no, he's not. And he kept saying it. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. And finally. It might have been just maybe yesterday i said well okay i give up i guess he really is running i i can't believe it Mm -hmm. i can't but it's we're so late in the game i he he really is seriously gonna run and then i turn on the tv last night and i see him giving his his little speech his defense Mm -hmm. it was awful and i go wow now, at one point, I thought, "Is he's not going to say he's stepping down?" Right? No, no. Be, because all of a sudden, I'm like, "Yeah, Biden's got to go," but not to be replaced by Ooh. the border czar and the huge success she's had in that area. Um, not today, and hopefully not tomorrow either. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, mm. So what's going to happen? Let's let's look ahead here. Look, everybody else is going to be rehashing what sure. happened. And and we still will do that. We've got time to do that. And this is still very, very fresh. But I always like to look ahead, stay a step ahead. And one of the things is, okay, Biden is, he's going to go. He's either going to go um, because they told him he's got to go. yeah, Or he's going to go because they're going to do that 25th Amendment thing. Mm. And I have to warn Republicans, as in Republican lawmakers and stuff, yeah, shut your pie hole thank you let the process move forward Mm -hmm. shut it yeah because there's going to be some traps along the way the people that have put all of this together that run our shadow government they what is it never let a good crisis go to waste Rahm Emanuel Mm -hmm. said but that morphed into over the last few years why wait for a Good crisis to come along when you can create one. Yeah. So there have they set the lure? Are they gonna, you know, they put a fresh shrimp on there, they uh-huh. dropped it in the water. That hooks in GLP. Don't yep. don't be a bunch of largemouth basses. No. So the stage hook is coming, I do believe. It cannot be Kamala, it can't happen that way. Yeah. I wonder how they're gonna transition into the Dems. They are having Gavin. Mm. Davis, Gainesville, Chevrolet, Skylines. Bob, you're on the air.
7: Yeah. um, It was amazing that Biden comes out and says, there's nothing wrong with my mind. I'm fine. And then turns around and says, yeah, um, CeCe, the governor, I mean, the president of Mexico, uh, I talked to him
8: about opening the the gates up so that he'd get out of Gaza. I go, you're done. You're done. You, You can go home now. Yeah.
4: Ah, he's He sees dead people. Talks to him. and Conversations. And, and you're thinking, and the media's thinking, and I watch it, and I, I, I played it over and over again. I go, he said Mexico. Yeah. He said Mexico. You can ask Betsy. I'm like, he said Mexico. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> he said Mexico. But you know what? It is sort of one of those, I don't know, Freudian, or maybe it's a Carl Jung thing. I don't know. But opening the gates and Mexico... They do go together. Oh, yeah. Not in the context that he was trying to express, but they do go together. Mm-hmm. And and I think maybe that was also on his mind. But yeah, yeah, he mistakenly said Mexico when he meant to say Egypt. But other than that, he really didn't make a tremendous amount of actual gaffes. He was actually pretty lit up. A better world in pharmaceuticals. pharmaceuticals. Yeah, Yeah. Yep. And you can tell... He didn't like it uh, when this special counsel in their report said that he's an elderly man with memory loss. Mm -hmm. That's how he was described. That did not make him happy. You can hear uh, a response to one of the reporters coming up next on The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Friday, the weekend's here. And you're listening to 97.3 The Sky.
6: Trump. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not
3: going to have time for retribution. Haley.
9: I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coronated.
3: Sleepy Joe. I'm
9: proud you have my back. Let me just say I'm honored. Have your back. The
3: Sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles. The latest breaking news. It is time for us to unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk
1: 97.3. The Sky
0: The world. World. U.S. military carrying out another strike on Houthi rebels in Yemen. The rebels say they're acting in solidarity with the Palestinians.
3: Affects us at home. We must combat all deadly ideology. News Talk 97.3.
4: The Sky. And the world is holding their breath. 6.39 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Thank you for tuning in. Happy, happy Friday. The weekend is here, but earth-shaking news, earth-quaking news about Joe Biden, about the report coming out, about his defense of such things as being an elderly man with memory loss. Mm. There really was a rare earthquake reported off the Atlantic coast of Florida, uh, and the U.S. Geological Survey reported The magnitude 4.0 earthquake was about 100 miles east of Cape Canaveral, about 1048. Um, No damage or anything, but people could feel it. That's about it. 100 miles away and it's 4.0. But there was an earthquake last night. When Joe Biden called for a press conference, didn't tell reporters about what the subject was going to be. They had no idea what was coming. So this is definitely your top story. President Biden lashed out at reporters and special counsel Robert Herr Thursday night in response to a scathing report on Biden's mishandling of classified documents. that could prove devastating to his reelection prospects. More on that. The report on Biden's improper retention of sensitive material by Herr... Did not recommend criminal charges, but observed that the 81-year-old commander-in-chief was greatly diminished mentally, forgetting the dates of key events of his life during an interview with investigators. And he says, I've seen the headlines since the report was released about my willful retention of documents. These assertions are not only just misleading, they're just plain wrong. He said that in Biden's way, you know, defiantly. Mm -hmm. During a hastily scheduled appearance in the White House diplomatic reception room. Uh, when asked by reporters, because he did actually take questions, yeah. um, he, he addresses at least some of the, the issues that were brought to light and that reporters were asking him about.
9: I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally. How bad out.
8: is your memory, and can you continue as president?
9: My memory is so bad. I let you speak. That's That's memory
0: Has gotten worse, Mr. No, president. Look,
9: my memory is not. My memory is fine. My memory. Take a look at what I've done since I become president.
4: Okay, it, it, he actually made a very funny joke. I got it. Nobody in that room got it. You know why? Because of the serious nature of the conversation. So it does go to show that how serious this is, I don't think Joe Biden fully understands it. Does that make sense to you? Listen to to, to what he said. He was asked about memory loss and he says, "Yeah, yeah, me- yeah. I called on you." Yeah. That was a crack on Peter Ducey. They have had kind of an ongoing back and forth when, you know, he has been willing to answer or to at least address the things that Peter Doocy reports for Fox News. So that actually was a very funny thing that he said. Yeah, that was a good line. <clears throat> good line. But it was completely lost on the room. Because these people... Remember, this is the D.C. press corps. Mm-hmm. I mean, they... They just can't believe it. First of all, they're all nervous about him calling a press conference, yeah. not saying what the subject matter was going to be dealing with in a late hour when he never appears this late in the evening. It's just a fact. So, yeah, they're taking it very seriously because it is very serious. And it's funny that he's still, you know, he he thinks he can still joke around like, this isn't that big of a deal. I, I don't think he understands the magnitude of all of this. Yeah. They basically have called him unfit to be the president. The special counsel. This guy, Robert Herr, whose great 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 grandfather was Ben Herr, the guy riding around in the chariots. Oh, oh, That
5: explains it. Yeah,
4: so you yeah. see, he's got a long, you know, background That's in like government stuff. Right there, yeah. yeah. But I mean, the improper retention of sensitive material. I mean, they didn't really dig in, but I, I know that some of it has to do with information he passed along to a ghost writer that was writing for him that was classified information. You know, the idea of somebody having classified documentation, you know, in their garage or wherever, and he claims he didn't know anything about it, the staff put it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Really? So staff has full access to your home. Wouldn't that be a? Would there be possible security type breaches that they would be going in there and moving things around without him there? I mean, think about it from a security standpoint. Anyway, so Joe Biden is getting ready to step down, whether he knows it or not. Mm. But that leaves us with some uncomfortable feelings and uncomfortable about the future. Now, if he should step down before the end of his term, then Kamala Harris becomes president. That is a a prospect that I don't think a lot of people, including most Democrats, would not be comfortable with. And then... The term will be over in a few months. Who are the Democrats going to put up to run? It's not going to be Kamala. No. Will it be Gavin
5: Newsom? Seems the most obvious. He wants it, obviously.
4: We're having Gavin, will be what the Democrats say. Wow. Poor Kimberly Guilfoyle says, oh, I already had him and it wasn't all that great. Whoa! Whoa! It's funny. Yep. It's funny if you get it, and yeah, if you don't, look it up. Wow. It's there. That's what Google's for. for 646 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. The weekend is here. What about the evil commie Tucker? Jumping in bed with Putin. Details coming up. John Hannity. Everybody on Fake News CNN hates
3: Trump. Three weekdays. But yet one thing they've not been able to accomplish, separating Donald Trump from the support that no other has. On News Talk 97.3, The Sky.
4: Happy Friday. Yeah. Weekend shaping up. Looks like uh, weather could be pretty nice. High 70s, maybe hit 80. Yeah. Something like that. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Something to look forward to there as well. Uh-huh. All right. It is 6.50 right now, 10 minutes till 7 o'clock. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. And top stories, um, Joe Biden, definitely on the hot seat as uh, a new report comes out about how he handled or mishandled classified documents. I'll give you, you know, the highlights of what the actual things that were discussed where he um, didn't do so well in terms of taking care of that stuff. All right, so there's that. Trump is winning. And is he tired of winning? I don't think so. Wins in Arizona, wins in the Virgin Islands, and looks like he's winning in the Supreme Court. And even lefties are admitting that, based on the line of questioning that the justices had yesterday... That it 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 by most indications. I'm not going to say all, but by most, it looks like you know the Supreme Court is going to lean in favor of Trump being on the ballot. Not just in Colorado, but mm-hmm. that that will have impact elsewhere. So hmm. that's a good. I believe that to be a good thing. But I was I was surprised, and I love your feedback on this. This morning, the
5: the difference in, in, for instance, I was watching some ABC stuff. Man, the Biden story was so much bigger, and when it came to the Trump story, it was almost crickets. And I would have thought the left would be reacting. Initially, my thought was the left would be reacting to Trump, potentially winning the Supreme Court. But then again, when you stop and think all oh, the depth of the Biden impact,
4: that was their much bigger story. Well, remember, anything positive relating to Trump that sheds any positive light on him in any Mm -hmm. way, shape, or form is either going to be very biased reporting or not reported at all yeah, or squashed way down so they can say, oh, we did it in Uh a two-line sentence. All right. And then when it comes to usually carrying water for the Biden administration, defending the Biden administration, going along with that agenda because they share that far-left Marxist Agenda to begin with. And the media, being the useful idiots that they are, most of them. Remember, you're thinking defend Biden at all costs until Mm -hmm. it's time to not defend him. Right. You see, and that's part of my earlier point is, folks, this is choreographed. This is this is more obvious kind of information coming out that leads you to believe that when people talk about a shadow government, it is not conspiratorial. The pieces are in place. Others are calling the shots, whether it's Hillary has something to do with it or Obama or Susan Rice or some other uh, shadowy figures. uh, We don't know, but I can tell you this, this whole thing, I believe has been choreographed. The fact that they're putting it into place and into play At this late date, I haven't quite figured out. I try to stay a step ahead. This was a tough one. They certainly, I wouldn't believe, would think that that paving the way for Kamala Harris is a good thing. Now, remember, good from the perspective of they can control her, much like they controlled Biden. Mm -hmm. They'll control the actions. The stuff coming out of her mouth will still be a word salad. But clearly they don't care as long as their bidding gets done, like keeping the border open. Continue to fund Ukraine, that kind of stuff. Right. All right. So, yeah, defend Biden until it's time to not. Mm-hmm. And I think that is where we're at on that. Let me give you a, a, a quick list of what he allegedly did, according to the special counsel report. He willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after leaving the vice presidency in January 2017. Classified documents about the war in Afghanistan were found in a box in the garage at Biden's main residence in Wilmington, Delaware. Biden repeatedly disclosed classified information he wrote down in notebooks to Mark uh, Zwanzer, uh, I believe that's his name, who ghost-wrote Biden's 2017 book, Promise Me, Dad. During one February 2017 conversation, Biden told the author, I just found all the classified stuff downstairs at his then home in Virginia. Mm. Wow. The author deleted recordings of his interviews with Biden after learning of her appointment as special counsel in January of 23. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Destroying. Destroying evidence, basically. Mm. Biden displayed significant limitations in memory. Both in his 2017 interviews with the author and his interviews with investigators, October 8th and 9th. Among other lapses, Biden did not remember when he was vice president. He didn't remember. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And did not remember even within several years when his son, Beau, died. Mm. Uh, If brought to trial... The report even says Biden would likely present himself to a jury, as he did during our interview of him, as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Wow!
5: That's your commander-in-chief, friends.
4: And he did Command. address, he addressed a lot of these things containing the report, and one about his son, really, you could tell, irritated him. It did, yeah. And he said, how the hell dare he raise that, meaning her, uh... Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. But the fact of the matter is, Biden has used his son, Bo's death, when it has been politically convenient. Uh-huh. And that's true. And he has gotten the cause of his death wrong on so many occasions. Right. Like he died in Iraq. He did not. Yeah. And so, yes, they asked him about the year his son died, and he was unable to nail that down. It's kind of a big one. 6.57 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And make sure you use your smart speaker. When you get up, tell your smart speaker, play 97.3 The Sky. Isn't that easy?
3: Trending. Trending. right now on the sky
4: adversaries like iran taking american
6: lives what response options is the president considering
3: i don't think we need a wider war in the middle east as it happens defend ourselves from an invasion putting secretary mayorkas to the test with an impeachment the news station a federal appeals panel handed former president trump's argument of absolute immunity a unanimous defeat no more news. updates every half hour breaking news at once on news talk 97.3 the sky
4: happy happy friday 706 on the bob rose show greg cassidy is in the house your time check is brought to you by hayes jewelers where the answer is always I yes the I want on the yeah that's what uh, biden would I like to do rather be banging on a drum than... Oh, I got you. He says he's working hard all the time. But he's trying to defend himself. He's wow. like, I'm not old. Get off my lawn. Is that my lawn? That's it in a nutshell. No, good point. And I mean, nutshell. <laughs> and he's nuts. Oh, my gosh. Oh. It's frightening and sad mm-hmm. to see the president of the United States get up and, you know, in front of a podium oh, at almost 8 o'clock at night for him, very late. And I, I do have to say, though, he attempted to defend himself. He was actually, I would say, alert. Yeah. And oh, yeah. stringing words and sentences together very well. One kind of big mess up was he was referring to you know, the Egyptian leader, And he said, you know, the Mexican leader. Mm -hmm. But other than that, he really defended himself. And he looked, uh, I hate to use this word, sharp.
5: But again, you've got an explanation for that. But it it still was shocking at that hour because they never book him for anything after the afternoon.
4: Yeah, I I believe he uses a drug that's very common uh, that they give out at the White House for... Because they uh, travel overnight, stays, different things, odd hours. Uh, Provigil, I think, is the brand name. It's a a very, very strong stimulant. I believe they put them on something like that. That's Uh just my – that's me speculating. I I, I don't have anything to base that on. But that will come out maybe someday. I don't know. But President Biden lashed out at reporters and special counsel Robert Herr last night. In response to a scathing report on his mishandling of classified documents that could prove devastating to his reelection prospects, I got to tell you, it, there is no reelection prospects. I believe that part of this was done by design. Remember, remember how they can. Hide stories, information. They got 50 former members of the intelligence community to come together to sign off on a totally fraudulent letter stating that the Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. If you have people working behind the scenes that have that kind of power and influence, are you telling me they couldn't have squashed this report Pulled back on it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Pulled Robert Hur aside and said, hey, pal, you need to, you know, chill a little bit out on this one. And clean it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You don't think... Remember, the influence to get spooks to do your bidding, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But yet, the special counsel, you'd let him put language in that report saying, basically, he's a doddering old man with memory issues, so we're not going to charge him with anything yeah, and vote for him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And at the same time, isn't that Mar-a-Lago thing still hanging over Trump's head? Oh yeah. There's no way they can, they can move forward on that with a, with a straight face, so to speak, but that's not going to stop them. Is it? No. Davis Gainesville, Chevrolet skylines. Donnie, you're on the air.
10: Morning, Bob. It is kind of shocking that Merrick Garland, uh, released that report in full. You know, the special counsel is a little bit different than the old independent counsel. Uh, law that special counsel goes only to the attorney general. That doesn't. There is no uh, statute that says that has to be released unless somebody's being charged. They he could have summarized that any way he wanted and put it out. That's what they accused Bill Barr of doing.
4: Ah, uh, yeah, or
10: Bob Barr of doing with the Russian collusion hoax. Um, for some reason, they released that thing in full. And I don't think it was just—I don't know how many times you hear on MSNBC today, they're saying completely exonerated him of any wrongdoing. No, they declined to prosecute. The wrongdoing is all over the place. But the fact that they released that means something is going on behind the scenes.
4: I I totally agree. When something doesn't make sense, then you have to say, well— what would the reason be? Like you say, yeah, that, that that's very common. that they would summarize it for us, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, put their spin on it. But no, they put it all out there and they had who could possibly read any of this and not think it's damning. And I don't even think the mishandling of the documents is anywhere near as bad as how they labeled him as a. Uh, a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I mean, that is devastating to a man who is of advanced age, who is running for another four years Mm -hmm. of the highest office in the land. I don't know that you could say anything that would be more damning and damaging than that and the way that they did it. Think about it. They, They didn't hammer on him, you know? No. They didn't no. say complete buffoon or he no. you know he has the uh, intellectual capacity of, you know, a fourteen year old. No. They they did it very smoothly. But when you Sim- say that's how a jury would see him, that's bad. Well and, and, and if we can just take another little a little side detour here, a little rabbit hole. This does also remind me of when uh Comey, the, the FBI guy mm-hmm. When he was going through the list of things that Hillary Clinton oh. uh, was accused of doing and destroying uh, government property information, 30,000 emails, all of that, and, and you're waiting at the end. It was a slam dunk. And instead, he says, yeah, no reasonable prosecutor would you know, move forward with this. And I immediately said... That's not for you to decide. You're from the Federal Bureau of Investigation. The DOJ, in another wing of the Department of Justice, would handle any prosecution moving forward. And it would be up to them. That's how it works. It's up to those authorities to decide, oh, is there enough here? Should we move forward? No, we don't have much of a case or whatever. But they did, and we know that. And so, again, here you have a special counsel, and they're investigating. They're looking Uh at, did he mishandle it? Yeah, he mishandled. He did this. He does that. And then they take that final step that's a step too far to say, yeah, look, if if brought to trial, Biden would likely present himself to a jury, as he did during our interview of him, as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Wow. So... What they're saying is, based on the facts, they don't think they would have a strong case. They've got a book author that they know Biden repeatedly disclosed classified info to. And that author then went and deleted conversations when he found out there was a special counsel. That, and that's just one example Joe Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after leaving the vice presidency in January of 2017. Since when do we not prosecute people because they've become old?
5: I'm thinking, uh, I don't know, Nazi Germany, uh, you know, guards,
4: all that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, didn't they chase them down to the end of the uh, yes. ends of the year, Venezuela, or uh, Brazil and stuff? They oh, caught up with yes. some of these guys 90 Absolutely. years old. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but again, it goes back to... It's really not uh, up to them whether it moves forward. They do the report. They put it together. They put together the investigation. Then you would move forward from there. You wouldn't already speculate about how a jury would perceive him. No. No. Yeah. So there's something going on here. I think it's all scripted out. And this will lead to an eventual uh, stepping down of Biden, but who is mm. gonna run? Oh. And it's time for What's Bugging You. That's coming up next. It's 716. You're tuned to the Bob Rose show. Greg Cassidy is here. Now a chance for you to call in. Air it out. Get it off your chest. What's bugging you? Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. Call in now. 877-975-9825.
3: What's bugging you? What's wrong with this picture? Brought to you by Florida Pest Control.
2: I'm
4: really upset about
3: it. 877 Sky talk I, for one, am tired of it. Call now. 97.3 The Sky.
4: That's right. Call in now. What's bugging you? Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. The only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. 877-975-9825. Pete, what's bugging you?
6: It's become traditional to designate the Super Bowl with Roman numerals. Uh, For example, the Super Bowl 60 will be LX. This year, the Super Bowl should be Super Bowl TS for Taylor Swift because her antics up in the skybox and the gambling are going to be overshadowed, are going to overshadow any of the athletic performances on the field. It's ridiculous. And for all those advertisers who spent millions and millions of dollars on commercial, just get Taylor Swift to hold a can of your energy drink when she's on camera and you get a million dollars worth of free advertising. Thank you, Bob. Ooh. Good point. Good that point. is
4: a good point. Yeah. Product placement. It's everything. Mark, what's bugging you?
6: Hey,
11: good morning, Bob and Greg. Uh, what's bugging me, and I, I've seen this across companies I've worked for across the years, but uh, about one day or two days ago, Yahoo.com um, changed the entire look of their front page. Uh, simply changing the font and scrambling everything around and uh when i see this kind of a thing it's like it professionals overpaid it professionals sitting around a table just like well what can we do to make it better and so they like change the font they make it bigger and they scramble everything and and they call that an improvement and we're just all left looking at like where's the stuff i used to find every day on a regular basis Thanks, guys.
4: Yeah, you've got to find that line between keeping it fresh and also uh, people in their comfort zone. Sure. Yeah. Let's go to Tater. What's bugging you?
6: Good morning, fellow election denier. Bob, what's bugging me, buddy, is that we are talking about all of this, but we were also talking about it four or five years ago. Mm. Biden is a plagiarist, he's a liar, he's corrupt, and he is a buffoon. What are we doing? We need some self-examination. What are we doing as conservatives and truth-tellers wrong? Because we couldn't get the word out, and now we've got to suffer through four years of this idiot who has turned our country from what was doing pretty daggum good into a catastrophe. That's bugging me today, Bob,
2: and thank you. Yeah,
4: Yeah, I mean, we could go down a lot of rabbit holes that have to do with the, the educational system, uh... Uh, and what the uh, young people are taught, and they turn into voters that would support somebody yeah. like that. Uh, Nostradamus, what's bugging you?
6: Hey, good morning, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. What's bugging me? I watched the uh, video, a little bit of the video of Tucker uh, interviewing Putin, and I'm paraphrasing here when I say what Putin said, but he basically said what I've been saying on your show for the last two years that that the sanctions and everything that we put on them and, and weaponizing the dollar against everybody is coming back on us. And we have 129% debt to GDP. Russia's only got like 15% debt to GDP. And, and Tucker did a good job asking him about that. And he, he actually mentioned, is this about the reserve currency? And Putin did a good job of explaining it. So it's backfiring on us. It's not hurting him, and he and Putin even mentioned the fact that even our own allies are getting out of the dollar and going into safe uh, investments. Like you see all these ads on the radio, hear all these ads on the radio now about gold and everything. They weren't on there before this war started.
4: Uh, I, I beg to differ with that one. That 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 stuff's been around for a while now. Have they ratcheted it up a little bit and seen where they could take advantage a little bit? Yeah. But that could have to do with inflation and other pressures as well. But, no, point well taken. I've got to watch and hear the interview uh, for myself. But um, I'm all for getting that information out. You can go to uh, Tucker Carlson's uh, site on X and listen for yourself free. Solar Kyle, what's bugging you?
8: Well, Bob, let's see if I can lead you into this one. The first thing that's bothering me is a 7-ton yellow Penske truck. Let's see how long I get before you cut me off. And the second thing that's bugging me is Methville, Florida. Let's see if you can put the two together. I'm over here in and Lake Estates where the meth is turned out by the tons, and I went from everywhere from the sheriff that stood in my driveway that said, Sir, I hate to inform you, but you moved to the meth capital of Putnam County. And then he tried to block back. I mean, the west. I mean, and then he finally gave up on that. And I ended that conversation with, I will follow the chain of command. Now that I follow the chain of command, up and down the ladder, what I'm dealing with today, Bob, is unbelievable. Mr. Electric Company decided to, like I said, we'll see how far I get before you cut me off. They decided to deliver five.
4: I, I, this is so incredibly irritating for you to say, uh, till I cut you off, till I cut you off. I was giving you free reign. I gave you more time than I give most people. You couldn't even get to the point. You had to speak in riddles something about a truck, something about mud. I, I, no wonder that you can't get something resolved, because, quite frankly, you're an idiot. Joe, what's bugging you?
8: Wow, that's a tough one to follow there.
4: <laughs> um,
8: what's bugging me, I am all in favor of giving Israel money. I, I'm 1,000% on board on that. But this Ukraine and now another country, they're going to start giving money. You know, Bob, I, I, I need some aid myself.
4: Uh, You need some aid yourself. Uh, All of us suffering under inflation could use some help. Mm -hmm. There's homeless veterans that probably could use uh, some help. I mean, you're absolutely right. And these huge expenditures going to foreign lands, that the Democrats won't even allow it to be transparent so that we truly can follow the money and follow the weaponry as it goes. Because I got a story somebody sent to me, and I have to verify it. But it basically said that some of these weapons, allegedly, are turning up in Mexico. Hmm. And also in the hands of Hamas. Oh, my god. Well, they could take it away from others and get it that way, but sure. in Mexico? So, yeah, i got to check that out. Also, since you brought up Israel, that was another thing that Biden said that's being overshadowed by all this uh, do- you know, uh, classified document stuff. And that is he came out and said that Israel's response to the attack on October 7th. He referred to it as over the top. We knew that was coming. Yeah. We knew it was coming. And yeah. I wonder if that's something that he, he, there's probably some boxes he has to check before he calls it a day. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of them. And for them, uh, you know, telegraphing and saying, oh, he's a doddering old man. He, a jury would be sympathetic. You know what that really is? That's setting him up for a future defense when they actually unravel the Biden family business. Yeah, mm, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you can't put him on trial. No, he's he, an old man with he no memory. Even remember, he didn't he, even no. know what he did. No. Yeah. Wow. Seven twenty-eight on the Bob Rose Show. Thanks for participating. In What's bugging you? Coming up at eight oh five. Gun owners of America representative Luis Valdez. Something's going on in Tallahassee that has to do with our gun rights, and he's going to tell us about it. That's about 35 minutes away on News Talk 97.3, The Sky. When you need to know.
2: Viciously held hostage by Hamas.
3: The threat we face from China. Russia alone stands in the way of peace. You need the sky. Just download the Odyssey app. Everywhere. That's where I get my news. News Talk 97.3, The Sky.
4: Well, life's been good to me so far. Lord. I try to mess it up, but the good Lord keeps forgiving me, so right. onward, I push. That's where Grace comes in. Good thing, huh? I, haven't, I don't know that I've met her. Mm. Does she... I was going to say, does she work here? Uh, no, I would know if she worked here because... No. I have like five people! No. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> that was out loud, Bob. Did I mention uh, corporate? You're looking good? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 736 on a Bob Rose show. As nice. Bob up. That's all oh, the schmooze master calling me a kiss <laughs> butt. Okay, I I gotta own it for now. For will own it for now. That's right. Uh, but I do have to say this: seven thirty-six time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It is Friday. That is a great thing. Mm-hmm. The Supreme Court looks like they're leaning uh, toward in favor of Trump and throwing out that Fourteenth Amendment baloney that oh the goodness. Colorado goofballs came up with. Uh, It's not done. That's not a done deal. No. But it's looking good. And uh, you've got the Bob Rose Golf scramble to look forward to. See, we can't control what Putin and Tucker are going to talk about. Right. Which I'm going to talk about in a minute. But (laughs) we can control uh, the fact that we have an excellent organization in our midst called ARC, ARC. And they've been helping people who have uh, uh, disabilities, developmental disabilities. They've been doing this for years and years. And they've been doing great work. So the Bob Rose Golf Scramble is put on to benefit the ARC. And it's Friday, April 5th. Uh, Yep, you can get a little note, get out of work early. In fact, take the boss and maybe he'll pay for it. And then we all win. So Friday, April 5th, 1230, Hawkstone Country Club, impeccable shape. That is a wonderful course, and it's for the the best of causes. And we're going to have hole-in-one things. You can win some big trip. We always have, you know, there's going to be a ton of goodies and excellent food. You know the drill. But don't wait, because we are fortunate enough to have sold this thing out for years and years. So uh, if you want to get on board, and we invite you to do such a thing, uh, go to ARC, that's arcalachua.org. That's org. In case you miss Just kidding.
5: Yeah.
4: Let's talk about Pooty Poot. Okay. What you got? Vladimir Putin said a deal can be reached to secure the return of imprisoned Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gerskowicz. Sorry about the butchering of his name. Uh, He says, though, Putin did, but his country has run out of gestures of goodwill. Hmm. This is part of... A rare interview, because since Russia's gone into Ukraine, I don't think he's talked to any Western journalists that I'm aware of. So anyway, this interview uh, with Tucker Carlson, the Russian president said he could see a deal being reached for the journalist who's been charged with spying. He said, if our partners take reciprocal steps, Hmm. there is no taboo to settle this issue. That's what he told Carlson in a pre-recorded interview at the Kremlin in Moscow. We are willing to solve it, but there are certain terms being discussed via special services channels. I believe an agreement can be reached. Okay. Hmm. So, the left is very, very busy and hard at work. Dismissing anything from this interview. Um, Going after Tucker, his character... Completely dismissing anything that Vladimir Putin has to say, warning dumb Americans like hmm. you and I that everything he says is going to be a lie, so you don't believe him. Um, okay, but just to set the record straight, I mean, we had 50 of our own uh, former intelligence agents that signed a letter saying that the Hunter laptop was Russian disinformation. They lied. So if you're going to point fingers and tell us that other world leaders, mm. they're liars and you can't trust anything they say, wow. and at the same time, invite to the White House President Xi from China yeah. that on a daily basis steals $600 million of our, uh, I'm, of our uh, you know, trademarked in, uh, in other, uh, properties. Properties? and other yep. properties. That's it. That's the word. If I had the intellectual capacity, I would have said that. It's the drugs. Or lack thereof.
5: Oh, well, that's true.
4: So, anyway, yeah, let's let's rip Putin apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tucker Carlson's an evil man, terrible man, so we know nothing good can come from this. But trust the U.S. government to tell yes. you the truth. Oh, and if Christine Amapour, who claims she attempted to get an interview with Putin from CNN, uh-huh. uh, if she would have gotten... And granted the interview. Oh, shit, that would have been heroic. Oh yeah. Yeah, that would have been a heroic act to mm-hmm. have the courage to sit down, uh, you know, and, and go to the Kremlin. Oh my goodness. Toe to toe. So. But but it's Tucker, and Tucker just questioned our involvement in Ukraine with Ukraine and in Russia, and just he just questioned it. Questioned the money, where exactly where it was going, how it was being used, etc. still don't know. Yes. So he asked reasonable questions. If we're going to get ourselves in a war that could escalate uh, to being a war with, you know, one of the top three nuclear powers on the planet, um, we, we probably should tread carefully with much forethought. But no, not in today's Biden administration and the far left Environment that we live with now how dare you say anything against Ukraine question Zelensky question the involvement how dare you yeah but if somebody like Schumer's coming out saying
5: we're going to send your kids to fight Russians I think questions ought to be asked
4: <sighs> absolutely there should always be questions asked <laughs> You know, and Tucker doesn't necessarily even call himself a journalist, but he has far more journalistic integrity than most of the people that we're hearing from today. Mm. I don't think that's a stretch in any way, shape, or form. No. So already, something positive could come from this. Eventually, this guy could be released. Uh, This, you know, reporter... For the Wall Street Journal, he's 32 years old. He was detained by Russian authorities in March while on a reporting trip to, the, to a Russian city that's about 1,200 miles east of Moscow. And Russia's Federal Security Service alleged that the reporter, under instructions from the U.S., collected information constituting a state secret about the activities of one of the enterprises of the Russian military industrial complex. We automatically write it off and go, no, they're just saying he spied. Come on. Really? So we never send spies anywhere? <laughs> and, of course, they have to have a cover story. Right. So, it, it, again, it's, it's a game. Basically, I guess Putin wants one of his people back, somebody that we mm. nabbed. Okay. He wants to make a trade, which is interesting. Oh, Oh, you can't even talk about that. Did we forget? How, how much money did we get and how many bad guys did, did we trade? With Iran? With Hamas?
2: hmm
4: You know? It, we're always on the short end of the stick, too. Have you noticed that pattern? Yeah. Always. But, but it, it gets done, right? Even if it's not a fair deal for us. But in this case, oh. I mean, has it been talked about? And by the way, they never talk about peace between Russia and Ukraine. Why is that? Could there be a peaceful outcome? How do you know if you don't ask the questions? Mm -hmm. Have we had any sit-down with Biden or the Biden administration or the Secretary of of State? Who's the only person who's mentioned peace at all?
5: Any leaders? Former former president, maybe? Oh, you mean like Donald J. Trump? Yeah, funny how he's the only one that's talked about actually sitting down and talking and having peace.
4: He said, what did he say? He could work things out with Putin yeah. in like 24 hours? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that, that might be trump
5: Yeah.
4: Ooh, I like that. I just made that well, up. I could tell, but I like that's, it. That's a little bit of trump but yes. uh-huh. could he work something out? Would they eventually end the war sooner rather than later? I absolutely believe that to yeah. be the case. Yeah. on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And so is the weekend, my friends. Locally, you have a choice. You want to shovel snow? Go up north. You want to shovel pollen? Sit tight. (laughs) Yeah. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Levin. Our
0: border is wide open because Biden wants to change the country. Six weeknights. Well, how do you fix that? Make it less white, less Christian. On
3: 97.3, The Sky.
4: Is Tucker Carlson doing the bidding of the commie Putin? Interesting. The way the left and the vast majority of the media is treating Tucker Carlson. I was listening to CNN earlier this morning on the way in and Oh my. Yeah, they you know, they just want to completely discount any value whatsoever that may be brought by a sit down. The first one with a Western journalist to sit down with Putin since he went into Ukraine. Wouldn't you want information, even if if you feel like Putin can't be trusted, you still could gather information, you could ask questions, and in the case of Tucker Carlson, this very well could lead to the release of that Wall Street Journal reporter Hmm. that's being held in Russia for almost a year. So, yeah, I mean, it's almost one of those things like, what, what do you have to lose And why are they so against it when we know uh, Christine Amapour, you know, a darling of the left Hmm. and CNN, she was attempting to get an interview with Putin. So would they say, oh, she's doing the bidding of Putin? No, they wouldn't. They would celebrate it. Wow, what an exclusive. What a catch. What a get. Oh, my goodness. Let's give her a whole bunch of awards before she even does the interview. Oh, but no, can't treat Tucker that way. All right. Uh, There are other important things going on in Russia, too, by the way. Uh, The mutant wolves are roaming around. Oh! The mutant wolves. True story. Chernobyl, the exclusion zone, Yeah, they believe that wolves have developed cancer-resilient genomes. Really? That could end up helping humans fight cancer, according to a study. Mutant wolves...
5: Sound like a great movie, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it has nothing to do with healthcare, but it make a great movie.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, let's go to uh, the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Justin, you're on the air.
10: Good morning, fellas. It's funny you mention that because I actually have a game. It's called Stalker, and you actually have to kill mutants in Chernobyl. But um, anyways, going back to what you were talking about, uh, people like Tucker is the only reason we have a chance at survival. Because the Democrats, they want to be in control of every piece of information. So I just want to give him credit, Tucker Carlson, sticking his neck out for everybody. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you.
4: Yeah. Uh, look, I think that uh, Glenn Beck is another one I would put on the list of being a truth teller, oh, not absolutely. afraid to take on yes. uh, tough anybody uh, issues. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in there too, I, b- I believe. Uh, good morning, Tom. What's on your mind?
8: Yeah, it just it, it amazes me how they
7: shut down Tucker. They shut down Trump. We're too stupid to listen to Trump and
8: make up our own minds,
7: or Tucker and make up our own minds. And they've got the blathering nut job in the office here who can't even get two senses out. Uh, my lefty rhino friend last night called me up, and he watched Joe Biden's press conference, and he said, you know, Biden's done. I've never heard anything so incoherent and crazy as him speaking last night. So I uh, <laughs> Maybe things are changing here. Thank
4: you, guys. Have a great morning. Bye-bye. Well, yeah, and and thanks for the call, Tom. We appreciate it. That's interesting that your friend would choose that. Last night, Joe Biden was actually much more articulate than he has been in a long time. He was much more lucid than he has been in a long time. Yes, he made a gaffe. He referred to the Egyptian uh, president or the president of Egypt. He said, Mexico. He meant Egypt. That's a gaffe. But really, other than that, he really put on a pretty good show. So it's interesting that that your your friend, your rhino slash liberal friend, Mm -hmm. actually said, You know, the Biden, I would say after watching that, that Biden is toast, but not because the perceived incoherence of what Mm. he was saying. Right. He actually, like I said, put on a very good performance. If we're judging this thing and the way he talks and tries to string some sentences together, he actually did pretty well. Now, there's one point. Where and, and he was angry at sure, times. Sure he was. He was very angry that in the report they even said, uh, you know, memory lapses, memory issues, and and got the date. They said he didn't know uh, the date or even year yeah. that his son Bo died. Right. And of course, Biden was very upset about that and expressed himself. I thought fairly well mm-hmm. with that particular issue. But overall, some of the elderly memory-type issues, uh, listen to this exchange.
9: I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad hard.
8: is your memory, and can you continue as president?
9: My memory is so bad, I let you speak. That was a good one. That, that's uh, that, that, that's, that's you know, my, Yeah, that was a good worse, Mr. No, My memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory, take a look at what I've done since i become president.
4: Yeah, we have. He made a crack. My memory's so bad, I called on you to speak. And that's one of his little arch nemesis, mm-hmm. uh, Peter Ducey from Fox News, who gets under uh, the uh, the president's skin on a fairly regular basis. But yet he still, you know, will call on him. and And so he was actually making yeah. a crack. And you yeah. can't, you know, you can't make humor like that unless you are, you know, lucid. The problem is, ah, not a great time or place. The rest of the room totally didn't get it because they're shocked by what they're seeing and hearing about this special counsel report that at the end of it says, oh, a jury would just say he's an old man with memory problems. Details coming up. Trump. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. Haley.
9: I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coronated.
4: Sleepy Joe.
3: I'm
9: proud you have my back. Let me just say I'm honored.
3: Have your back. The sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles. The latest breaking news. It is time for us to unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3
4: gentlemen, the sound of the weekend. Yeah, baby, it's here. Happy, happy Friday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Along with Greg Cassidy, it's 8.07. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always, yes! I I the on the drum all day. Could be Ludwig's Tama, maybe? Yeah. I way. need a little Tama flu, drum. I don't know. See what you did there, yeah. but hopefully you're on the oh, yeah. healthy side of Much that. We had a little uh, of the creeping crud crud. Well, mm-hmm. you know, you rose from the from the dead to come in, Greg. High honors for you. Well, I just you. have a little bit of a little something something. Yeah, going on there. and I don't know if I'm just behind you on the timeline, and yeah. it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. And that would really <laughs> irritate me just because it's time like for the weekend. It's yeah, yeah. It's like oh no 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 no. Mm-mm. Anyway, we've got serious stuff going on. Top stories: Biden's own people. Yeah, it's a special counsel, yes, but you know, you know, Biden runs a show, or his people do. When they come out and basically say he's an elderly man with with memory problems, and it's in an official report that's made public, that's not a good sign for him. He will not be running for reelection, in my estimation. Watch and see if I'm right. All right. Then you got SCOTUS leaning. Uh, Toward Trump, basically, in that 14th Amendment case uh, that they took oral arguments on the other day. And uh, Tucker Carlson sits down with Putin. You can listen to that on, I don't know, they don't call it The Axe. They call it Axe. I'm going to call it The Axe, and that's that's the way I'm going to refer to it. Because it's an old radio station in Mexico. There was yep. like 500,000 watts, and Wolfman Jack was oh, on Oh yeah. I heard it, I heard it. I heard it on X. A famous song by ZZ Top. I know I didn't do a great rendition. All right. And what makes America America? What's that? Second Amendment, brother. And that's when we bring in Louis Valdez, Gun Owners of America, our Florida rep. And uh, good morning, Louis. How are you?
7: Morning, fellas. There is definitely something going around because my little one is the cute, cuddly carrier monkey and has spread it all throughout the house. And there is also something spreading throughout the Capitol. And sadly, a cold would be great at this point, but I think it's just a case of stupidity.
4: What is going on? And we've spoke before about the open carry bill. I mean, they can't even get this thing into committee, out of committee. Everybody says, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd sign off. on." Oh, it's great. It's great. Um, but then behind closed doors, uh, it's not getting uh, real support. So there's that. What, what else is going on?
7: Well, um, we went to the Capitol the previous week, and we fought for uh, House Bill 1223, which would lower the uh, purchase uh, age for long guns back to 18, as it was prior to Parkland and how it is on a federal level. Mind you, uh, Republicans—Florida is the only Republican state in the nation that has an under-21 purchase ban— And we fought for that bill, and it got passed in the committee. And immediately after it passed the committee, the Republican Senate president, uh, Kathleen Pasademo, says that it's dead on arrival in the Senate, just like how her counterpart in the House, Paul Renner, said open carry was dead on arrival. It's it's shocking and it's sickening. And the other worst thing is that same day, that morning, we were fighting against Senate Bill two seventy, which was a Democrat sponsored bill that would ban backyard shooting, and you had Republicans vote favorably for it to get it out of committee. Again, it's just shocking. You have all of these Republican lawmakers who claim they're pro gun, yet they don't do pro gun actions. Their actions speak louder than their words.
4: Yeah, they're not they're not true believers. They are people who that will drop their principles uh, because of perception. And and that's not the kind of folks that we want representing us in Tallahassee or in D.C. for that matter. So, yeah, uh, they all talk a good game. They want gun owners to vote for them. They, t- they claim they're all, uh, you know, Second Amendment. But clearly, when push comes to shove, many of them are not.
7: Well, it gets even worse because the governor this week uh, was lambasting Republicans on a national level. He was going after the, uh, the RNC because of their leadership failures. He was going after Republicans in Congress because of the failed uh, attempt to impeach uh, uh, Homeland Security, uh, Secretary Mayorkas, the, uh, the border bill fiasco, and a whole bunch of other things. Well, Governor, look, I've I've been a supporter on a personal level. I think he's been a good governor. But, Governor, if you're listening, here's the issue. Florida ain't that much better. The RPOF chairman had to resign because of a possible sex scandal. You have Republican lawmakers refusing to advance pro-gun legislation. Instead, they're advancing anti-gun legislation. You have numerous other bills in the legislature that have been sponsored by you and backed by you suddenly die under republican leadership so the idea that florida is doing better than republicans on a national level it's kind of bubkis and the worst thing is again we got the governor on record last year on open carry we asked him does he support it he said absolutely and later on he informed us that he would only spend political capital if a bill was introduced or an amendment to another pro-gun bill was introduced Again, Gun Owners of America got an open carry bill introduced this year, House Bill 1619, and the governor has not lifted a finger to expend capital, uh, political capital, and use his office as a bully pulpit. But he had no problem going down to Miami Beach earlier this week or uh, late last week to support a bill that would ban camping uh, in any public park in Florida without a permit to curtail the homeless. So again, I'm asking Republican leadership, you guys claim you're pro-gun, where's the proof? Your actions speak louder than your words.
4: Well, yeah, and to your point, uh, Governor DeSantis running around touting when he was, you know, running for president, but just even as governor, touting the free state of Florida and all these freedoms that we have he opened openness right back up, you know, before anybody else did, after COVID and all that. But... Really, when you look at our constitution, one of the things that protects the very freedom um, that we live under is the Second Amendment, and and so yeah, I guess my question here is: if he really is pro freedom and he claims to be pro Second Amendment, um, why doesn't he? Why doesn't he use his power and the bully pulpit and say, "I want"? An open carry bill on my desk get it together work it out that's all he would have to say and it would be done right or not
7: you're pretty much right because his counterparts in georgia and texas did that governor brian Kep stood before the media multiple times and openly declared that he wanted a real constitutional carry bill passed in georgia and he bully pulpit and he used his office as a bully pulpit and hammered the legislature to get it done. And same thing with Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. He said the same thing. And in Texas not only did they pass open carry, they passed constitutional carry, they passed an nfa nullification bill and a Second Amendment uh, Protection Act. But the governor but Governor DeSantis he has done none of that. He has no problem going before the media challenging Walt Disney. He has no problem going before the media and supporting bills that would ban any other political flag to be flown on any government building in the state except the U.S. flag and the, and the Florida state flag. But he doesn't spend political capital on gun rights. And it's sad because one of the bills just literally two days ago that we were fighting for in the Capitol, which passed committee, mind you but we both know that more than likely it's not gonna pass the session, is that if an individual was arrested and they had a firearm confiscated that's not related to the arrest, you have a hard time people trying to fight to get their rights back. And I'll give you a great example. One of your area listeners, who's a GOA Life member and a Second Amendment patriot, last year he attended one of the governor's events in the city of Alachua. And during that event, It became known that it was a gun-free event even after DeSantis campaigned that gun-free zones don't work. And this GOA member stood there simply with a sign saying, I will not be disarmed by DeSantis. He didn't attempt to enter the place. He didn't block the place, nothing. He stood on a public sidewalk in a public park and police accosted him and told him, you have to leave. And after he fought and said no, I have a right to be here to exercise my First Amendment rights. It was confirmed by the city manager that he had the right to be there. And then a second officer went and charged him with misdemeanor trespassing. So he had his firearm taken away from him, unrelated to the arrest. He had to fight the city to get his gun back. And we had to fight the city to get the charges dropped against him because, hey, guess what? Protesting on a public sidewalk in a public park is one of the most time-honored things that involves the First Amendment. But that, you had a... Re- it's just sad. That's how bad it is in Florida with Republicans and gun rights.
4: Well, we'll we'll keep fighting the good fight, and we're, we appreciate uh, gun owners of America and you, Luis Valdez, you're, you're in our corner, and uh, and we support that, and we appreciate you, and we look forward to talking to you again. Thanks for the update in Tallahassee.
7: Thank you, and keep on doing what you guys are doing. Love the air, love the fact that your freedom's on the airwaves.
4: Yep. We do try to, uh, you know, engage in the freedom of speech, for sure, and that's another thing that's under attack. 818 on the Bob Rose Show. Ton of stuff coming up, including SCOTUS, uh, Biden, and his... Talk last night with the media. Oh, my goodness. Stick around. 97.3 The Sky. The
3: Sean Hannity Show. There are
4: really two issues that every Republican can unite
3: on. Afternoons at 3. The border and stopping the deficit of the federal government. It's unsustainable. On News Talk 97.3 The Sky.
4: Good morning. Happy Friday. Yep. We made it. Or... We're about to make it. Oh, yeah, we're making it. We can do it. You can do it. Attitude of gratitude, positivity. Oh, yeah. Constantly got to remind yourself, because the world will shout negativity at you. Your own head will, too. And uh, you got to fight it. It is 822, your time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top stories. Uh, Biden and the damning report that came out and uh, classified documents, it's its not a good outcome. First of all, they have listed things that he has done, including giving classified information to a ghostwriter who is writing a book for him uh, in 2017. And, and then his ghostwriter must have felt uncomfortable by it because as soon as they named a special counsel, uh-huh. he deleted um anything that had to do with with Biden and those in documentation that he had so he knew mm-hmm. oh something's not right better get rid of all that i wonder i wonder if the case could be made to go after him for sure. destroying what what could have been evidence and then they took the final step of saying look just just like um comey did it with the fbi remember Hillary did this and this and this, destroyed 30,000 emails, destroyed 14 uh, Blackberries. blah, 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 down the line. You're like, ah, she's going to prison forever. Slam dunk. And then at the end, he goes, oh, no reasonable prosecutor would, you know, move forward with this. Like, what? Yeah. You just read the Riot Act, and then you said, yeah, but, and it was kind of, it's the same thing with this. It is. They go through a list of really damning things, clearly mishandled this documentation, And at the end of it said, well, we find that he would be, you know, that the jury would be sympathetic to him because he's an elderly man who's losing his memory. I'm not sure that I have... That's got to be a new precedent. I'm not referring necessarily to the age of the memory thing, but for them to take, again, that extra step of, oh, by the way, this sounds really bad, but, Mm -hmm. you know, we wouldn't even take it to a jury because... You know, he he's old and ha- you know, has a terrible memory. Okay. That's that's not gonna that's not gonna work.
5: Well let me ask you something then. Is it just to be able to pull the plug on him for the election or is there more to it than this?
4: Well, I, I mentioned this earlier and I and I think and I know why you asked, because you already know the answer, but is this sort of a setup, mm-hmm. okay, as part of a deal? They need Biden to kind of go along with what's going, you know, go along to get along, because they don't need him, of all people, starting to mouth off about how they're trying to push him out. Right. Because remember, he's the one that said, oh, yeah, they, they said I talk too long, mm. you know, I go off script. Going to get in trouble. I'm going to get yeah, in trouble. Probably. Yeah, all those things. So that they, they probably had to cut some sort of a deal with him and said, look, you're going to s- step down with grace and honor. We can assure you of that. Mm-hmm. And we are going to put some things out in this report that we're, is going to maybe offer you additional protection down the road should the Biden family business be completely exposed. This way, it already we've already determined you're too old, your memory lapsed, you're, a jury wouldn't uh, want to go after you. So there's no reason mm-hmm. to even prosecute you. So it's kind of a saving his own skin. It's it, it really and think about it. I mean these deals, these are the kind of deals that are cut all the time that we don't ever hear about but I, it makes sense because I said from the beginning he's not going to run for a second term. He can't. No. No. And and I can't believe that Joe Biden didn't speak up the first time
2: mm-hmm.
4: when he ran against Trump the first time and said, Joe, you've got a long career. We've made money. The Biden family business has brought plenty of dough in. Um, you know, we if we can get Hunter to ease up on the hookers and the cocaine and the crack, <laughs> you know, we can continue to, you know, somehow wield some level of influence down the road, uh-huh. whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Or or is it he's the workhorse it's his name that brings in the money yes. we got to keep that yes. sorry we got to keep that horse going and you know about horses right they won't stop themselves they'll keep going if allowed mm-hmm. to and they'll literally kill themselves working for you and maybe that's part of the equation but yeah i think this helps to set him up for a future defense should it come to that? Right. That's what. That's what I think. And and look, remember he passed on the Super Bowl interview. Mm-hmm. Your poll numbers are in the toilet. What would you possibly have to lose by speaking to the largest audience available in any singular yep. event? And you would pass on it. Never. Look, and you can't say because they're afraid he would say something stupid. He held his own pretty well, except for one uh, mistake last night when defending himself. So there's a capability there. And when so much is on the line, see, they don't want him to be the candidate. He is not going to be the candidate. But what is going to happen next? That's what we don't know. 828 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy Friday. Plenty more to talk about, including all oh, that traitor Tucker Carlson hanging out with Putin. What, what did Hillary say? He's Putin's puppy. We'll get to that. Ninety-seven point three. The sky.
3: Here's what's trending. On the sky. Absolutely clear to Iran. Now. We intend to take additional strikes. And we're not looking for a war with Iran. We're going to have to reestablish deterrence or we're going to see more strikes against Americans. The news that's trending. The open border policies that Joe Biden has allowed. Every state now is a border state. The news that's now. now. To aid Ukraine. This Democrat package, more aid for Ukraine, less for the American border. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The sky. The Sky, Glenn Beck, right after the Bob Rose Show. On North Central Florida's Talk Leader. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton at noon. The Dana Show at night. News shows and more news now. On News Talk 97.3, The Sky.
4: Good morning and welcome and happy Friday, my friends. It's 835. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is in the house. One of your top stories. Uh, and Trump, it looks like SCOTUS, is kind of telegraphing based on uh, some questions that they were asking. Uh, looks like they're leaning pretty uh, heavily toward the uh, saying this, look, this uh, 14th Amendment, part of the 14th Amendment you're trying to utilize to keep them off the ballot in Colorado. Eh, that ain't gonna fly. Eh, the court doesn't use that kind of language. But that's that's what they're saying, and you know, regular people's terms, ain't hey, gonna fly. That dog won't hunt. There's another one for you. That dog won't hunt. And what about Putin? Tucker Carlson really uh, lefty heads popped off when he landed in an interview with Vladimir Putin. How dare you talk to this evil, evil guy? Uh, this commie. Eh. Uh, I don't know how much you can be hating on him, but then you welcome President Xi from China with open arms into the Oval Office? Hmm. Yeah. Inconsistency? And if anybody has a reason to be kind of mad, it might be Putin, because we're fighting a proxy war against him. We're funding it. Mm -hmm. And we just might be... Behind the uh, blowed-up pipeline. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he remembers that. Now, there was evidence and speculation from some people who... Are in the know? Well, have been yeah. known to be in the oh, know. Okay, all right. That's and all oh, that story got squashed. Big I time. can't even really remember all of it, but I think it had to do with... Was it the Navy out of... Finland mm. that may have been involved uh, at our, kind of at our mm-hmm. help request slash whatever. Speaking of proxy. Yeah. yeah. So no need to get two sides to every story. You don't need to hear what Putin has to say for himself. Why not? What could it hurt? Vladimir Putin said a deal can be reached to secure the return of the imprisoned Wall Street Journal reporter, Evan Gershkovich. He says, but his country has run out of gestures of goodwill. In other words, he's not going to just release him. He might want reciprocation of maybe somebody that we have that we're holding that he would like to have back. Russia's Federal Security Service alleged that the reporter, under the instructions from the U.S., collected information constituting a state secret about the activities of one of the enterprises of the Russian military industrial complex. Now... Uh, Gershkovich and the Journal deny the allegations. And the U.S. government has declared him to be wrongfully detained. Russian authorities haven't released any evidence to support the espionage charges. Yeah, if they feel like they have them. And he said something along the lines of, oh, yeah, he he says it. Quote, the fact has been proven. This is Putin. The fact has been proven as he was caught red-handed when he was receiving this information, unquote. And hmm. Putin said that. Now, hmm. is there a way to present that? Right. And and does he have to do that? He did not have to. But Putin told Carlson, under Russian law, the journalist committed espionage and claimed he was working for U.S. special services. And he said, we got him red-handed. If it had been some far-fetched excuse, some fabrication, something not proven, well, that would have been a different story then. But he was caught red-handed when he was secretly getting confidential information. Hmm. Uh, Putin added that uh, Gershkovich is not just a journalist. I reiterate, he's a journalist who is secretly getting confidential information. Yes, it is different, but still, I'm talking about other people who are essentially controlled by the U.S. authorities uh, wherever they are serving a sentence. Putin said he wants him to return to his homeland. I'm absolutely sincere. But at the end of the day, it doesn't make any sense to keep him in prison in Russia. We want the U.S. special services to think about how they can contribute to achieving the goals our special services are pursuing we are ready to talk. Moreover, the talks are underway. And he thinks a successful deal is likely. Wow. Interesting. Tucker Carlson's True. interview with Putin recorded in Moscow is one of the first times in years that the Russian president agreed to sit down for an interview with a Western journalist. And, and, and we have been warned, and we will be, as more and more people uh, watch and listen to the interview... Which is on the X, on uh, Tucker's channel or whatever you want to call it, and uh, gosh, as of early this morning, I think uh, uh, sixty-five million people or more have already wow. downloaded that. So that's huge. Uh, as they and, and so, what 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 will the call be? Tucker Carlson's a bad guy. He's pro-Russian. Mm-hmm. You can't believe a word that comes out of Vladimir Putin's mouth. Um, I mean. If somebody else had landed the interview, somebody who was left of center, they'd be they'd be praising that person right now. And well, you
5: ima- know it. Imagine back in the day of, you know, Dan Rather would have loved to have had that sit down or some other, you know, the who's who of the networks. That would have been the biggest promoted thing you've ever seen in your life. Didn't Absolutely. we have somebody
4: like sit down with the Ayatollah?
5: Yeah. I mean, We've had yes.
4: These things have been done for years. Castro? Didn't somebody talk to yes. Castro? Yep. But somehow, Putin's off limits. But President Xi, he gets the royal, literally the royal treatment.
5: Yeah. Well, and you go back to the island, uh, um Oh, was it? I'm trying to think if it was the Ayatollah or what are the ones that we were actually searching for? Like a bin Laden type. I'm trying to think who that one was. Like, but but there was a reporter that managed. Oh to, yeah,
4: yeah. That that uh, met with I guess the leader of Al Qaeda yes, or whatever. Yeah, and in it like, was like a cave or something. Yes, yeah. And,
5: and then, but that was all right. Yes. And that when we're as Americans going, oh, so you can find him and you can talk to him, and but we can't find him and blast him to smithereens. What's going on with that? Yeah. What are you
4: afraid yeah. that Putin is going to say? Now, if it's if it if it is all you know propaganda, right? You don't trust the American people to be able to decipher that. Well, remember, the, these are Democrats or lefties in general right. that are trying to besmirch Tucker to begin with, and True. and everything that comes out of Putin's mouth is a lie. And it is interesting because, yeah, no administration ever Mm -hmm. has promoted and pushed as much propaganda as the Biden administration. Mm. So, yeah.
5: January 6th committee, go down the list. Exactly.
4: Uh, Good news for uh, uh, maybe in the fight against cancer. They've got mutant wolves that are roaming around Chernobyl. This is just weird. This is weird. Yeah, it's it's the area where people aren't supposed to go because uh-huh. apparently there's still radioactivity and what's the half life? Maybe another half million years, something like yeah, that. Between I
5: don't know. friends, what's the little time?
4: But uh mutant wolves who roamed the human-free Chernobyl exclusion zone, have developed cancer-resilient genomes that could be key in helping humans fight the deadly disease. According to a study, the wild animals have managed to adapt and survive the high levels of radiation that have plagued the area after that nuclear reactor at Chernobyl power plant exploded in 1986. You believe it was that long ago? Wow. Becoming the world's worst nuclear accident in history, humans abandoned the area after the explosion uh, leaked cancer-causing radiation into the environment. And a 1,000-square-mile zone was basically roped off to prevent further human exposure. A 1,000 square miles. Man. Uh, But in the nearly 38 years since the disaster, wildlife has reclaimed the area including packs of wolves who seem to be unaffected by the chronic exposure to the radiation. Kara Love, an evolutionary biologist in uh, Shane Campbell-Staten's lab in Princeton, has been studying how the mutant wolves have evolved to survive their radioactive environment and presented her findings at the annual meeting of Society of Integrative and Comparative Biology in Seattle. Hmm, interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they've been working on this for a while because she first visited uh, that Chernobyl exclusion zone way back in 2014. Wow! And they put like some GPS tags on mm-hmm. wolves and stuff like that to find out, you know, are they are they living for very long? Apparently, they're thriving.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
4: This isn't London, though. This is no, but you Chernobyl. know, not a
5: lot of wolf songs.
4: And this, in this particular case, yes. The Wolf's Hair? Yes. Perfect. Oh, we're jealous. This is a great song by Warren Zevon.
2: Well, I'd
4: like to be his well, tailor. Oh, man. Probably Because he'll rip though. your lungs out, Jim. Ah-hoo. You've been warned. Great song.
5: Yeah.
2: him howling around your kitchen door.
1: Not let him in. Little old lady got mutilated day last night.
2: Werewolves of London. And-
0: Trump isn't causing chaos. Our enemies are causing chaos. Weeknights at six. They're the ones indicting him. They're the ones filing endless motions. They're the ones getting these outrageous decisions.
3: 97.3 The Sky.
4: Welcome to the weekend. Happy Friday, my friends. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It is 8.51. Thank you for tuning in. Trump crushes Haley in Virginia Island's caucuses. Uh, he destroyed everybody in Arizona. She wasn't even on the the ballot. Trump is winning. All right. And win, lose, or draw, you are a winner if you uh, join us at the Bob Rose Golf Scramble. 26th annual is coming up Friday, April 5th. Hawkstone Country Club. Uh, thanks in part to our uh, main sponsors, Infotech and Southeast Car Agency, where you have a, a chance to win a very nice prize.
5: Ooh, prizes. A hole-in-one
4: prize I like for, that. I believe it's number six, hole number six. Mm. That's usually where I'm hanging out. I would love you to get involved in this golf tournament or uh, just volunteer your time. If you have the time, for more information, go to ARC, that's arcalachua.org, and you could find out more about just what a wonderful, wonderful place that we have here in Alachua County and the fine work that they have done. I'm all in and happy that I am. Okay? That's arcalachua.org. So... The Democrats are really up against it. Think about it. A damning report comes out yesterday that basically says Biden is an elderly man who's losing his memory.
2: <laughs> hmm.
4: I mean, th- wow. this w- th- when they put it in the report, they knew this would be for public consumption. Mm-hmm. That's, that is very damning. He didn't remember the year that his son, Bo died. That's in the report. Yeah. The borders are finally being reported on by a wide range of journalists and outlets, not just Fox News now. So the American people are becoming more and more aware of the border problem or the crisis, or they're seeing it firsthand in their cities. Took a while. So there's another problem and issue for, for Democrats. And then the whole wokey-woke thing, the gender thing, okay? Uh-huh. So, most of your traditional family people, and, and, and a lot of those, look, my parents were Democrats when I was growing up. My dad worked uh, in the automotive industry, he worked for Chrysler. And so, they were conservative Democrats. Now, they... They crossed party lines from time to time from, you know, what I could gather. But they were Democrats. But that was a long time ago when the Democrats actually were representative and supporting of working class families. Mm -hmm. That's not the case anymore. So those same families, like my mom and dad were around and I'm a little kid, right, sleeping in the coldest... Bedroom in the house when Jimmy Carter came out and said, "Oh man, yep, we got to use less energy. Yep. You can only heat your house to 47 degrees. <laughs> At least that's what it felt like to a kid." Yeah, good point. Um, so yeah, the families that were supportive of of Democrats and their policies, do you think they're happy with this whole trans thing? Teaching kids about all these sexual things in school. Now the Republicans have reacted. They've knocked a lot of that stuff out. Actually, I should say active parents getting involved. And it's the Democrats that were calling them like domestic terrorists because they spoke up at school board meetings. They even demonized good parents who care. And now another thing is coming to fruition, that whole gender thing. Five transgender players reportedly dominated a recent women's college volleyball game in Canada, sparking outrage online, including Martina Navratilova, who spoke out and has been speaking out against this thing. Five trans players dominate women's college volleyball game, sparking outrage and claims of even calling it cheating.
5: What is
4: Canadian website Rebel News posted footage showing three trans athletes playing for the Seneca Sting and two for the Centennial Colts in a January 24th game. The trans athletes played throughout the full game, while biological females were left warming the benches. Mm. The five were also dominant in the game, helping Seneca win the best-of-five series, beating Centennial by a score of three games to one. Uh, The news reporting agency Rebel News said it attended the game after a Uh, tip-off, angering match, uh, several of whom asked them to leave and stop filming. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, And this, again, is still, you know, the beginning. This still hasn't really continued long enough for us to, we already know where it's going. G-Money, you're on the air. Good morning.
6: Good morning. Firstly, I want to say everybody have a blessed and safe Super Bowl weekend. And I just wanted to comment on the two tiers of uh, justice. Whatever happened with Bob Menendez, he's still sitting up there in Senate, right? And, you know, I mean, they're all Democrats up there, and they're getting away with all this leak.
4: He was he he was gosh he was mentioned again in some uh, some more legal troubles recently and how he has stayed out yeah. of prison and has stayed in office. You share those gold bars, I think, with somebody. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It really is. Mm-hmm. Stick around, my friends. Coming up next to nine o'clock stretch. A lot of headlines, latest stuff, some fun stuff too. Happy Friday, ninety-seven point three, the sky.
3: Trending. Trending right now on The Sky.
0: Adversaries like Iran taking American lives.
3: What response options is the president considering?
9: I don't think we need a
3: wider war in the Middle East. As it happens. Defend ourselves from an invasion. Putting Secretary Mayorkas to the test with an impeachment. The news station. A federal appeals panel handed former President Trump's argument of absolute immunity a unanimous defeat. No more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky.
4: Friday, 9.07. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always, yes! Yeah, baby, it's, uh, I now it's actually 9.07. Day. Welcome, welcome the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy continues. But first... Uh, it's a
5: 9 o'clock stretch, Greg. I figured that I didn't see you stretching. I'm pushing buttons. Oh. Yeah. All
4: right. I probably should take this. Yeah, probably. Out of my mouth. Yep. Yeah. But I will preserve it in the original wrapper and wow, go back to it you. because They're I don't waste. Well, and I'm cheap. And well, where is that. But yeah, trying to keep the demons at bay, the demons this time being the um, germs, Or whatever it is. Creeping crud. Well,
5: then you throw on the pollen in the... I mean, my goodness. Come on. It's February. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't help.
4: However, shoveling pollen still beats shoveling snow. Mm, Good point. Right? Yeah, you don't slip and fall on pollen. Yeah. Typically speaking. But you can't ski on it either. Uh, Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Welcome, my friends. Oh, by the way, I want to remind you, you can follow the sky and never miss a minute of the show. And why would you ever? Uh, Just one click. TheSky973.com slash follow, or download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and you'll get the Bob Rose Show podcast every minute of the show. And then some. Don't ask me what the then some is. Just sounds good. It's a surprise. It sounds like there's just a lot there. Well, Mm -hmm. there actually is. is. All right, uh, let me catch up on some headlines. While Joe Biden was defending himself, saying, I'm not... An old man! <laughs> you sons of are... bitches! Why you you... Quit saying that! And, and, and who the heck do you think you are asking me about Bo and the way he died in Cambodia with the, with the Viet Cong? No, no Joe. No. He died of brain cancer. It's a horrendous death no matter how he died, and we feel for you, but... The report says you can't even remember the year. And yeah. you fabricated so many stories relating to your son, Bo, uh, It's hard sometimes to remember what the truth is, even for us. Okay. So while all this is going on, and this is huge, and the Democrats are on high alert, they're in panic mode, except for the inner circle, the shadow government that's pulling the strings, this is exactly as scripted. Okay, Biden will not be your candidate, the Democrat candidate coming up. He will not be. The next moves, I am not sure of. All I can do is speculate. Kamala Harris is the answer to no one's prayer. Mm-hmm. Except for maybe old Chief Willie back in the day. but that's a, um,
10: Not today. <laughs> I heard any
4: day was a good day back in the day. But, yeah. hey. What do you say? <laughs> Who knows? <clears throat> now, could she be controllable uh, and all that? Yeah. But could she actually get elected? Or should I say, would people accept her being elected? I mean.
5: Imagine sending her around the world with her... Pff, whatever kind of word salad she always you know throws out there dealing with world leaders on the on the world stage
4: well you know what uh, if she would definitely lighten things up because she yeah. cackles and laughs at the suggestion of well pretty much anything good point so there's that oh but she you know what if she's president everybody's going to be on the weed no she yeah. was asked about you know what the Biden administration has done for black Americans and I'm paraphrasing of course but she said something along of like it, like people aren't being put in prison for weed anymore. Uh-huh. And it was like we just asked you about what he's done for black people and all your right. answer is oh well cuz all black people smoke weed it, you know it's nice to know that you know Biden's not going to put you in prison it was like That's a nice thought. Did you hear yourself? She doesn't listen. Do you hear Oh, my gosh. All right. Again, you know, if that had been a conservative, the media would have went cuckoo. But while this is going on, sorry, I've got to get to a point here eventually. President Joe Biden, uh, he's been threatening. Threatening. And I believe we had this yesterday, but he got overshadowed by a lot of other things. But basically, here's how it works. If you don't... Uh, Accept that bill. If Congress doesn't give me the money I want, uh, then I am going to further cut deportations. Biden said that. He's going to cut the amount of deportations. In other words, they don't do a lot now. And he threatens to do even fewer if he doesn't get his way, so to speak. Which is kind of odd. Because you have that much control over the border? Right? Uh Uh-huh. He doesn't want to take responsibility for it. But he'll take responsibility for it if he can use it as a threat. President Joe Biden is threatening to further cut deportations of illegal aliens unless Congress approves the billions of dollars for the Department of Homeland Security, much of which would fund the release of border crossers into the U.S., and those non-governmental organizations helping resettle them. That's what a lot of this is about. Those NGOs are running out of money. You've you've had churches and organizations on the ground level that are having to house and feed and clothe and all this, and not all of them, you know, the taxpayer money doesn't cover all of it, like in New York City and stuff like that. It does, in New York City, because of the way they wrote their... um, their, you know, their bill, their law that uh, um, gives illegals a get out of jail free card. Yeah. But in other places, no funding is needed, and that's how you get these people, these organizations, to do your work for you is they got to get paid. This week, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean Pierre told reporters that Biden would consider gutting. The number of deportations carried out by Immigration and Customs Enforcement agents unless the House and Senate passed the billions in funds for DHS. Can you believe that? I'll deport even less if you don't give me the money I need. What a threat. Where is the... Where is the?
5: How do you even say that out loud? You're talking about your country, theoretically.
9: How, how yeah.
5: idiotic is that? Man, he is senile.
4: How about some good news? Yeah. What you got? A federal district court judge, and this makes it even better, uh-huh. who was appointed by former President Obama, okay, this judge, appointed by Obama, has thrown out a lawsuit brought by a group of male illegal aliens who claim Texas Governor Greg Abbott's Operation Lone Star violated their constitutional rights. That just irritates me. Can you me. imagine the audacity? Hmm. And it kind of reminds you of those punks that beat up the cops up in New York, flipping people off, you know, acting all arrogant and stuff. It's like, really? You don't seem to be all that appreciative of being led into the greatest country on earth. You don't seem to be appreciative of that at all.
5: When I was watching the video of uh, what turned into that fight where they ended up, you know, kicking the cops and and beating them up because they were way outnumbered, the initial thing is one of the cops trying to tell this guy, you know, you need to move. And he ignores him. He's on his phone. He holds up the finger like, oh, you know what? I'm done. The cop touches his jacket. And the arrogant, this is get this bright yellow puffy jacket. He like wipes the jacket off. Yeah, like, like don't touch you me. filthy American cop. Yeah. You are touching me. It's How like, dare
4: you? Oh, the arrogance. The arrogance of these people. I can tell that irritates you. Just a little bit. So, anyway, in this case, Judge Robert Pittman dismissed a lawsuit that was brought by 15 male illegal aliens that they claimed Operation Lone Star violated their rights under the 4th, 6th, and 14th Amendments of the United States Constitution. Operation Lone Star was launched in March of 21 to authorize the Texas Department of Public Safety to work with the Texas National Guard to more effectively combat the Mexican drug cartels, as well as the illegal aliens and drugs that they smuggle across the southern border. So, we've got even an Obama-appointed judge agrees that Texas has the right to defend their border. So, at least Mm -hmm. there's that. Angry Joe. He was not happy. No. Not happy with being called a doddering old fool with a bad memory. I mean, I don't know that anybody would like that. Yeah, not so much. And uh, Peter Doocy asked him about it. He snapped back at Peter, hmm. and it was hilarious. It really was a good line. But nobody in the room got it because they're still shell-shocked by this whole thing and by what looks like maybe the end of the Biden hmm. administration to some extent. Sooner, maybe more so than later. We'll see. Thirty minutes away from things that make you smile. Happy Friday! You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. The data
6: show. If the DOJ doesn't move on this, then you got to start impeaching. Now, 10 p.m. night, and all of a sudden, 24 becomes not just about the end of America, but also like the end of all the systems that would protect us from
3: all the people who would weaponize them further. On 97.3 The Sky.
4: As we need a little upbeat, happy kind of music, feeling good. It is Friday after all. And man, oh man, so much going on. And a lot of it, you know, not great, but we'll get through it. We always do, right? It is 920 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top story, Biden, considered by his own people to be... Uh, elderly and uh, having a bad memory. Hmm. Yes, I'm guilty of. Is there anything shocking? Is there anything shocking
5: about that statement that we didn't know years ago? Seriously.
4: No, I guess the only shocking thing is where it came from. It came from the special yeah. counsel. That is shocking. And there, there's some other things associated with that. And again, there is lots of tentacles to the special counsel and what they've uncovered. And I want to touch on some of those things before we, you know, before everybody in the media, we all kind of blow past it. But first, in Biden's own words, when he held a press conference, I think it might be unprecedented for him to call the press together at like, um, you know, had a meet at like 745. I think it was something like that for this president to be up that late. And this actually was, if, if you're just judging him on his ability to think and Deliver, his, his performance was outstanding. He did make a mistake. Mexico is not Egypt. Egypt is not Mexico. He had a little faux pas there. But for Biden, I mean, he had at least one in every speech dating back to the 1980s. Let's play him addressing... Now he, quick backstory: Peter Ducey has gone after the president he's a reporter for fox news and the president hits back at him they they have this love hate relationship and biden is upset about this whole thing but still takes time to joke too bad it fell flat i'm well meaning and
9: i'm an elderly man and i know what the hell i'm doing i've been president i put this country back on its feet I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out.
8: is your memory, and can you continue as president?
9: My memory is so bad I let you speak. Do you get uh, it? That's, that's my memory, memory is so bad I let you speak. Like I, a little, I didn't even remember it was you. My memory is fine. He's joking. My memory, take a look at what I've done since I've become president.
4: Take a look at what he's done. I don't know. Mm, Dismantled the uh, you know gas no. and oil industry. Uh, go after uh, liquefied natural gas. Open up the borders to literally uh, eight million or more um, illegals. Yeah, yeah. We've we, uh, we've, we've seen. seen what you've done. We've paid attention yeah. uh, all along, and yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're getting this country back on its feet. Mm. I would say more wow. like uh, more like a. Leg sweep of the nation. Definitely pull the rug on from under us, that's for sure. Leg sweep. Call for the leg sweep. Johnny. Jerry, you're on the air. Hey, good morning,
8: Bob. The uh, President Biden administration and the Democratic Party at large is in a very difficult situation. I think a no-win situation. Either President Biden is going to be competent to be president and therefore competent to uh, be put on trial, perhaps, under the Hunter Biden as that scandal unfolds, or... If he wants to get off on the legal issues and he says he's incompetent or he's this with the judge heard found, uh, the, the special prosecutor rather heard found that he he wasn't responsible, then the 25th Amendment is going to apply and he can't hold the presidency. So we've got to pick either or. And I think it's going to be very interesting when folks.
4: Yeah, well, and, and, and who's behind this? Look, Uh, The power that has been wielded by the Biden administration is unprecedented. The way they have used the DOJ, the way they have used the FBI, um, is unprecedented. And look, they got 50 former spooks to sign off on a letter saying that Hunter's laptop was Russian disinformation. That's power. He's got power. But all of a sudden, the special counsel would not only be able to make this case against him but they also put in very plain terms he's yeah he's an old man with a bad memory i mean this is the kind of stuff that they would find a way to suppress or to delete or redact but they didn't and you have to ask yourself why and i say it's part of the plan moving forward giving joe biden a stage hook this is the work of a shadow government he he might be going along with it because I think that they probably worked out some sort of deal. But at the end of the day, this hasn't been announced yet. But I'm telling you, as I've been telling you for a long time now, Biden is not going to run for a second term. Now, I'm shocked that it continues this deep into getting close uh, to, you know, the upcoming November elections. Real close. But I'm telling you, it's part of the plan now with the next steps. What to do about Kamala? Are they going to try to uh, slide, uh, you know, uh, Gavin Newsom in there somehow? I don't know what, what, what their plan is moving forward, but they definitely plan to jettison old man Biden. All right. Oh, and by the way, part of the story is a lot of things that were uncovered by the special counsel. And here's one that's interesting. President Biden considered resigning as vice president in the Obama administration. That's right in protest over former president Barack Obama's uh, Afghanistan policies. This was back in 2009. Wow. Over fear the war would become another Vietnam. This is according to Special Counsel Robert Hur's report on mm. Biden's mishandling of classified documents. Her has been investigating the improper retention classified records since last year. The papers included classified documents about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan, among other national security and foreign policy records, which Her said implicated sensitive intelligence sources and methods. In Hmm. other words, people that work. Yep. on behalf of us our State Department however you want to line it up um, so Joe thought those would be great in his garage or the Penn and Biden Center or something what? that that's I mean that, that really? that's about as directly dangerous as some of these classified documents can be in the wrong hands yeah yep hmm. so anyway he wrote, Tomorrow the president is going to make a fateful decision regarding Afghanistan. As I sat looking out the window at the sea, thinking I should resign in protest over what will bring his administration down. He wrote that in a notebook. Mm. He used to take notes during a number of National Security Council meetings on Afghanistan back in 2009. Yeah, there's going to be plenty of meat around these bones. 927 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Hey, we're about 15 minutes away from things that make you smile. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Misinformation.
3: Whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother in law's Facebook posts. You need the sky to cut through the static of election 2024. Every move.
6: Day one, I will terminate every single open border policy. Every candidate. They wanted a new generational leader. We have to pass universal background
3: checks. Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Trail. following the trail My campaign
6: for president every step we really want to have two year olds running for
3: president all the way running as
6: fast as they can
10: to
3: election day we got a long way to go a long way to go hear about it first, first talk about it now. now 97.3 the sky
4: so many idiot so-called journalists have uh, run through the ranks at CNN I can't keep track of all of them <laughs> I'm you know what I mean it's yeah. like like, take Rick Sanchez, for instance. I was involved in something that wasn't right, I yeah. think, but could be a case of mistaken identity. Like I said, CNN, you know, Don Lemon. hmm Yeah. Okay. So on Thursday's broadcast of CNN News Central, uh, co-host uh, Boris Sanchez... Uh, said that the White House isn't going to put President Joe Biden out in public more often, quote, because just this week they're cleaning up remarks that he made, mixing up world leaders that have been dead for years. After CNN political commentator Paul Begala argued that the White House needs to put Biden out there more, Sanchez responded, I do quickly want to push back on the idea, Paul, that the White House would put President Biden out there more Because, well, I I finished the statement, because he couldn't get some world leaders straight. Hmm. Well, if Biden was going to run for a second term, as he has stated up until, you know, right now, as far as I know, I think that's going to change. However, if he was going to run... Are you telling me that he would pass up an opportunity to do the Super Bowl interview? Now, he passed on it last Mm. year, but that wasn't an election year. You have this kind of exposure to the masses? The single most watched event of the year. Watched by tens of millions of people. And you would pass on that? I remember somebody, a left of center talking head, you know, that was, was on Fox, how they try to represent the left or whatever, and right. and uh, said, well, I, I, I think Biden passed on it because, you know, uh, maybe it's time that, you know, football just be football. No. Are you no. kidding me? No. No. I was like, that's the best you can do? That's a load. Man, you know, Fox hasn't called me to come be on their show, you know, like as a host, which, of course, they should have done years ago. But I'm thinking maybe I have the wrong idea because I could outplay the lefties. Oh, my goodness. So maybe i that's what I need to do. <laughs> I, let me go on there and be the lefty like, uh, you know, yes. that that old guy Bob that was uh, on the five, remember, for a while? And, uh Yeah. What do they have, Je- Je- Jessica Turlov or whatever? Yeah, I could do better had I am anything but a true believer. Oh, that's your best excuse. I think, uh, I think Biden is, you know, letting the football be, you know, football. The Super Bowl is about anything but football, for one thing. Right. It's about advertising revenue for oh, one my thing. Goodness. It's a moneymaker. That's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. What well, football?
5: Well, we were, you know, before the show talking about you know some of the things with the whole Biden thing, and it looks like the approach they're taking is is a, and this is why it makes so much sense what you're talking about with the Super Bowl passing on it. They're trying to keep him in small groups, that one-on-one feel, the less pressure. That way, when there is a gaffe, one you hardly hear because there's a crowd walking through a cafe. And the other thing is, people make simple mistakes when they talk all the time. And you don't think about it in a conversation. So that takes the pressure off of him. Doesn't put him on those, well, he can't even find his way off of a stage. So you watch, that's probably going to be their approach. The
4: small kind of, you know, cafe type thing. I don't know this, but I would think if you're president of the United States before agreeing to an interview that's going to air during the Super Bowl, that you would retain some sort of uh, rights when it comes to, say, editing. Uh. Like, if something really makes him look bad, his people would have the right to, hey, hey you've got to cut that out. In other words, they have to sign off on uh, the interview. Now, I don't know how that works okay, exactly, and maybe some maybe some networks would say no, we're not going to do that. I mean, we'll run it as we see fit. We'll edit it uh, for time, and if something turns out to make you look bad, uh, yeah, yeah, so be it. Now the Republicans are coming out after Joe Biden spoke last night, and they're saying it's time to invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Senator Rick Scott was one of them. Mm-hmm. I uh, say caution. Caution, caution. Let's move slowly, yeah. because I have a feeling, you see, they've sat in a smoky room and said, yeah, when we give the stage hook to Biden, what's going to be the mechanism? Well, we got this report coming out. We'll call him old, and he has terrible memory. That's good. Then what do we follow it up with? Well, the Republicans, they'll be chomping at the bit. They'll They'll invoke the 25th Amendment that he's not fit. He's not mentally fit to serve the office. But be careful. Yeah. Right, they're sneaky. Yeah, they're uh, very yeah, sneaky. They're <laughs> always a couple of steps ahead. Unfortunately, Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and Tim. Good morning.
8: Yeah, hey Bob, that was such a great idea you had. It was a quick one by going on Fox to be in a live because um, you know Jessica Tarlov's on there, and she basically is such a homer and really just is constantly doing the uh, the Democratic playbook about all the garbage and it's all lies. At least yours would be really really interesting. Uh you could lie about just about anything, it'd be really <laughs> creative. And you know what? I mean, I think it would be really entertaining. Um but uh the other thing is too about the whole thing with Biden. I think it's just a game just so he wouldn't be charged because he had no right to any of those classified records and I think that's all this is. Um, They'll be able to weather the storm. They're going to replace him anyway, so it doesn't really matter to them. But this is a way to get, make sure he doesn't get charged, and it also dumps hunters.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for the compliment. I, I hope it's a compliment that I could play the live <laughs> effectively. Um, to your point about it being a game, do you really think Joe Biden is capable of playing a real game? Could he, could he sit down and play chess against a... Five-year-old? No, I was going to say, you know, a middle school kid who's maybe no. played for a year or two. No. Yeah, I, I think he would have trouble with it. Uh, but game is a good word, but it's not his game. He's a participant. He's a pawn. Okay. Well, he could be the he could be the little race car.
5: Oh, if we're going to go Monopoly. monopoly. Yeah, yeah, good point. But it wouldn't go very fast. Yeah, he looks and more it,
4: like the guy that represents the, the community chest. Is that yeah, the guy with the big the mustache?
5: You'd be in the ditch all the time, falling, you know, off the road.
4: Um, I forget where I was going with that. The game. It's a yeah. game that he can't play. Oh. Well, one of the things I want to mention is the worst lefty representative. Yeah. Juan Williams. Oh. That guy is mm. oh. <laughs> oh man. How do you really feel, Bob? Well, yeah, it's just. Yeah. I don't know. There's a way to do it. Uh, that guy Ford, uh, I can't remember his name, but he was a congressman out of Tennessee. He's actually pretty good, and he's reasonable. Okay. He's so reasonable that he the Democrats probably aren't all that crazy about like him. Don't like him, yeah. Yeah. Right. Harold <laughs> Ford. Harold Ford. That's him. All right. I forget where I was going with that whole thing. But uh, it's, you know what the good news is? What's that? I'm not president of the United States. Mm. Actually, I just remembered what I was going to say, and this is huge. First of all, well, I've got a Super Bowl prediction. Okay. But before that, here's your election prediction. Ooh. Biden will step down, okay. and it will be fairly soon. Kamala will become president. Who is going to be the VP? Newsom. Can they do that? Can they put somebody in like that? Because if they can, Mm -hmm. that's who it'll be. Right. Um, They don't have to take somebody out of the House or Senate. I don't know. But that's who it would be. Okay. And and then when they get ready to run, Mm -hmm. they're going to tell Kamala, hey, your poll numbers suck. Yeah. You're worse than Biden, which we thought was unachievable. Right. So stand down. It's a lot of steps, isn't it? And then a lot of chess moves. I mean, I'm not saying it's they're not halfway gonna... there.
5: I know. Well, good point. They're and just, the, and the Republicans are
4: going to help them. They're going to go 25th Amendment, blah 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 blah. Yeah. They'll keep shouting that he's unfit. Mm-hmm. That you know the special counsel even even admits it and says so. So that'll be it. So then before the election, it has to be. And you've got Kamala and Newsom as the ticket. Kamala... Come, I, No, 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 no. No. Before the election, they kick out Biden. Kamala becomes president, Newsom VP. But when they actually run, remember, there's a whole other four year term. They tell her, hey, lady, step aside. Step aside, man, because you're unelectable.
5: So before voting day, she steps aside as the president. Newsom is the candidate, and then we need a VP candidate.
4: Well, yeah. I mean she'd so, stay yeah. president until her term ends on yes, uh, what right. is it, January twentieth.
5: But she's not rerunning.
4: Correct. In that's that that sense. That, that's my pr- pres My guess. Theory. Super Bowl. Mm. San Francisco. I'll get it right down to it. San Francisco twenty eight. Yeah. Kansas City twenty four. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey VIP. I mean V Yeah. No,
5: and you're getting VIP. really specific on this. Yes, I am. You're feeling you're a confidant.
4: because I don't have much money on it. If I had uh, a lot of money on it, then p- I'd be way off. Okay, <laughs> because the good Lord always tells me, "He goes, you already won the lottery, pal." Keeps you humble. Just, well, just, just my forgiving yeah. you.
5: Yeah, it was enough.
4: Yeah, you. Um, you don't get any more. Don't push it any further. <laughs> yeah. So. Now, that's my prediction there. Wow. Um, do I'm you impressed. have any dog in that fight at all? Any care? I really don't. Uh, but, you know, I mean, okay, I know
5: Kansas City is Kansas, but coming from the Midwest and St. Louis, I mean, there seems I'd probably lean that direction, probably. Jeez. Well, Kansas City's actually in Missouri, isn't it? Well, there's one there, too.
4: Oh, there's Kansas City, Kansas? Yeah. Is that near Dodge City? Uh I'm dodging that Is question. Is there more but, than one Dodge? Uh, only the one I'm and giving you right now. And why don't they pronounce it like I did as a kid when I first read the word Plymouth? Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Plymouth. It's flymouth. Plymouth. P L Y M O U T H. Plymouth. Huh. And it came up with Plymouth. Out well, that
5: kind of goes up with well, what what was that? What was the sporty Pontiac back in the day, mid Pontiac that was named after a racetrack? Lemo, like or the other one? Lemo? Grand Pricks. If you're spelling them like... Whoops. See what I'm saying? You can't always... You're trying pre- to get me in trouble. No, I'm just saying you can't pronounce them like you see them sometimes. Right. Or wh- how about Louisville? Go there. No, Louisville. 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 <laughs> exactly. But no, don't do. do not they'll just run you out of the bluegrass state.
4: 948 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Time for you to call in and give us something that's making you smile. Non-political, upbeat, positive. Things That Make You Smile is brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Call in now, 877-975-9825. You can do it.
3: Afternoons at 3. The story of
4: Florida is phenomenal. Sean Hannity. No
3: state income tax, better infrastructure, and their budget is less than half of that of New York State. How is that even possible? On 97.3 The Sky.
4: Time for Things That Make You Smile, brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. Call in now, 877-975-9825. And Eric, what's making you smile?
7: Uh, Good morning, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. Things that make me smile is not that this does. My father passed away this morning in hospice, and he was an avid listener of your show, much as I am. Of course, anybody with any sense does, but just wanted to do a little tribute to him, and thanks for all you've done for the community, Bob.
4: Oh, fantastic. Um, Wow. And uh, hearts and prayers for you and, and the family and all that. Wow. Thank you. Let's go to Kaz. What's making you smile?
10: Hi, sir. Yes, your show makes me smile every morning. I can't believe how spot on you guys are on all the news. It's a lot of work. You get up super early. It's not easy. And you guys are spot on. I'm smiling all day. And just a quick note on that, that guy from and that was going on and on and on and on, um, I don't think he meant anything negative in regard to the cut-me-off thing. I think he was just being um, kind to you because he knows how great you are, and you're very, very busy. And it's the weekend, so de-stress and God bless. Love you.
4: Oh, de-stress and God bless. I, I like that, that. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm up against the clock with that, but it, it just felt like he was uh, talking in riddles. Let's go to Mark. What's making you smile?
11: Hey, good morning, Bob and Greg. Um, uh, your, your Plymouth mention uh, reminded me of when I used to watch uh, Plymouth Rock uh, to find out how a bill becomes a law, uh, a cartoon back in the 70s. But uh, what's making me smile is I'm making some bacon-wrapped uh, jalapeno peppers. Oh. But um, the funniest thing is it, uh, it I went about 15 years thinking that i don't want to work i want to bang on the drum all day song i went i went for like a long time thinking that was a talking heads david Byrne song and uh, i mean uh yeah but then i i, I finally figured out it's todd and, Regman, and i only learned that from you guys so that's what's making me smile i went 15 years and now my mind is finally corrected thanks
4: all right Take Me to the River, Talking Heads, Look That One Up, You'll Thank Me, It's a Good One. But the whole bang of the drum does not sound
5: like, if you've only listened to Todd Rundgren like on adult contemporary radio over the years and you're hearing, you know, Hello, It's Me or whatever. That's a great song. You would not think, though, that it's the same guy. It doesn't sound anything alike, so I, I totally get that. I'm with you.
4: Hello, It's Me takes me back to like junior high when Jerry Murphy had a crush on this girl that was like a figure skater. Really? Yeah, oh. a lot of those songs have oh, entrenched they don't take memories.
5: You back. Yeah, absolutely.
4: All right, uh, let's go to Roy. What's making you smile?
8: Well, what makes me smile is listening to you guys in the morning and being Trump corrected
5: all the time. <laughs> uh, I love it. One. Trump hyperbole. I
4: like. I got to that. trademark that hyperbole by Trump. Make, I got to make yeah. yeah, make a T-shirt. Uh, it is uh, nine fifty-five. Thanks to everybody who participated on Things That Make You Smile. I'll throw in one of my own. It makes me smile that I'm involved with the arc of Alachua County and have been uh, for, gosh, got to be in about 20 years now. And here we go, the 26th annual Bob Rose Golf Scramble. Uh, get them before they're gone. Foursomes and uh, opportunities to sponsor. And it's going to be at Hawkstone Country Club, Friday, April 5th, 1230 t Time. We'll get you out of work early, and it's going to be a great time. Thanks to Infotech and Southeast Car Agency. Go to arcalachua.org for more information and to sign up. The Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense, and shoot GTRs next.
3: Here's what's trending now. On the sky. Absolutely clear to Iran. Now. We intend to take additional strikes. And we're not looking for a war with Iran. We're going to have to reestablish deterrence, or we're going to see more strikes against Americans. The news that's trending. The open border policies that Joe Biden has allowed. Every state now is a border state. The news that's now. now. To aid Ukraine. This Democrat package, more aid for Ukraine, less for the American border. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The sky.
4: Time now for the Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. What do they think of next to teach our kids? Indiana University, Purdue, though they canceled a class. The class was teaching bondage techniques. Yeah, it was was called Introduction to Bondage Workshop, set to begin Tuesday and led by an alleged bondage expert named Finch. Mm -hmm. And... A description of the class said a form of consensual and recreational sex play that involves tying, restraining, or binding a person with rope, handcuffs, or other items to restrict movement. They tried to reach out to Finch, but he was tied up at the time. And that's your smoking gun brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Have a great weekend. Take
0: care. See ya.